0: The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio, as we are exploring, should we move mom or dad into our home? Um, That is probably a very common question I know that I get, but we have our resident expert on senior transitions for sure. Um, the wonderful Daphne Davis in a brand new year and a brand new topic for us to talk about. So, Daphne, uh, welcome back to this hour, and um, we're going to explore this conversation a little bit more. So, Daphne, tell us a little bit about what happens when someone calls you and starts asking those questions.
1: That is um, a common thing. I just had a phone call yesterday. In fact, it was from a radio listener And she calls and she says, oh, Daphne, I'm so glad I got you. You're who I listen to. And this is my situation. And she's caring for her 85-year-old husband who has advanced dementia. And um, Mm -hmm. she is in the throes of the reality of life. Um, Think about a daily routine of life, and she is trying to maintain that. And so she said, how do I do this? One of my daughters is thinking about having us move in with her. We're thinking about in-home care. I don't know a lot about adult family homes, but my doctor is suggesting that. And so we went through the whole process of listening to her story. And it was probably about 45 minutes that I spent with her. And she, it wasn't um, a situation where I got all the information right away. So don't feel like you have to have you know, boom, 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 the answers to everything. Really what it was was a discovery through conversation and storytelling. And so by the end yeah. of the 45 minutes, um, this woman and I came to the conclusion together um, that it was prudent to get some in-home care right away to give her relief and then to really get serious about exploring the options of an adult family home.
0: Mm -hmm. And that
1: came through the process of this conversation that we're having today. We talked a lot about her moving in with her daughter. And I have the good fortune of being able to be a neutral person. And so I can have the honest conversations where nobody feels like anybody's going to get their feelings hurt. And through that conversation, the biggest concern that the mom of her daughter had was that my daughter doesn't understand dementia because when she uh, comes to visit, yeah. my husband can, can pull it together, but she doesn't know what it's like <laughs> Very common. at two in the morning. It is. And those are the things that are hard to say because the daughter says, but mom is, I, I'm sure I can help you guys just, you know, we've got the room in here and, and she's in the life. is like, You don't know what it's like when he doesn't know where he is. A basic human function of going to the bathroom is a major event.
0: (laughs) And so he
1: had the reality but didn't know how to communicate it to her daughter. And so now this process is is continuing with another conversation this afternoon. And so I'm going to be talking with them and and having conversation about Mm. the reality of caring for someone in your home. And the, mm-hmm. the, the mom, she's she's like, oh, my daughter will get it. I just can't say what you're saying. And so that's where pinnacle comes in. This is what I do. This is what our advisors do. And we know how to say things so people can hear them. It's a language that we're used to, whereas you, the people who are living in the thick of a situation, this isn't your second nature language. You don't know the words. What's an ADL? You know, activities of daily mm-hmm. living. How do I explain to them about transfers? My daughter's never done a transfer. My husband has no, no strength in his legs. She doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. She sees him sitting in the wheelchair. <laughs> right. She doesn't
0: know right. the reality.
1: And so well, those and it's are even, things to really think about.
0: Right. And it's even the logistics of... Number one, there, there are no cookie-cutter senior situations, so we have to look at every single scenario <clears throat> through a unique lens because everyone has different needs, different physical um, requirements. Uh, you know, there's so many different aspects of a care plan, and, and it seems in my head that we start there. Wouldn't you say that that would be true?
1: Yes, and that that would happen through the process. And this is where having in-home care come into your home is really good, even if it's for a short term. But those Mm -hmm. nurses and care providers can really help hone a good care plan for you. Um, Mm -hmm. Geriatric care managers can do that as well. I mean, that's another good service to have somebody. I can do that on a surface level, but those are Are two disciplines, geriatric care managers and in-home care specialists, that they know exactly the things to think about that I may forget about. Um, And then also when you have in-home care, you have a caregiver physically doing the care and they know if, you know, the husband can really bear weight or if he can't, you know, was it a Mm -hmm. technique of the wife? That he wasn't able to bear weight or is he truly a two-person transfer so there's a lot of wisdom in having other people help you get that care plan together um it's right down to thinking about you know my dad needs help at two in the morning that's his body rhythm to go to the bathroom am i willing to get up every night at two in the morning am i willing to do that for the long term am i going to get resentful of that am i going to be exhausted do i go back Mm -hmm. to sleep easily I mean, yeah. so many things to think about. The other thing, not and only just that, the physical hands-on yeah. care, but mm-hmm. what is the, your plant? What does your house look like? You know, oh, do you have to pick up throw rugs? Are your hallways mm-hmm. wide enough? Do you have a 30-inch door or a 36-inch door that goes into the bathroom? Do you need to do changes with the bathtub? Do you need to, you know, take the bathtub out and have a roll-in shower? I mean, there's mm-hmm. things to think about. Because we don't want accidents to happen. We don't want anybody mm-hmm. hurting their back. We don't want, you know, things to go sideways in the effort of doing what we think is right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those are some things to really think about. Just getting into the house. Lauren, Do you have steps into and, your house?
0: Yeah, yeah. And obviously when you're looking at, uh, the you know, the whole physical Environment, you know, one of the things that I know is is like seventy. I think it's over seventy-eight percent of broken hips and seniors that fall happen due to being in a home environment, and it in most right. cases it's where the environment is not supporting the well-being of a senior. So it may be that you know grab bars were not put up in the you know in the bathroom. It may be the fact that they got up in the middle of the night and. You know, tripped on a throw rug, something like that. So, all of those aspects need to be um, considered. And I know that, you know, these seem like such small things, but they are so, you know, important to discuss. And at the entire yeah. family, like you talked about the Legos, everybody needs to change if a senior loved one is moving in because, you know, that whole piece around it, just the just the logistics of a home, I mean, how do you even get in and out of a house if there's a if a step and all of a sudden mom or dad need to be in a wheelchair or they can't do, you know, navigate stairs anymore? Um, those things are all um, factors that you help families consider. Is that correct?
1: That's exactly right. We talk about those things um, and sometimes it is truly the best option. I have another family that I'm working with and You know, mom and daughter made a promise to dad that he would never leave the house. And that's a hard promise to make for any family Mm -hmm. because you don't know what comes in the Mm -hmm. future and we don't have crystal balls. But they're really living up to it. And they had to get in-home care to come into the home, even though somebody is always there with them. The the family caregivers are exhausted. They cannot do it anymore. Their patience is done. They, they just can't do it. And so they have right now about 12 hours a day of in-home care that comes in. They don't have to do a lot of things, but it gives the reprieve in their own mind that they don't have mm-hmm. to jump if dad needs something. And now yes. it's just been going on for about six weeks, and it seems to be working for them. Everybody's adjusted to their new role. So there's, when you said earlier in our first segment that, you know, there's no one story fits all, one solution does not fit every human being. Part of the process that goes through talking with us is what solutions will work for you. There are some other logistical things to consider when you have your parents come into your home. And one is just what are their medical needs in terms of medications? doctor's appointments, specialists, mm-hmm. um, do they need to have oxygen ordered? Who orders that? How do I make sure that happens? Um, a lot of things for you, the caregiver, to learn just in you know, logistical things, like, oh, I didn't know the medications came via the mail. Oh, should I set up a Mediset? That's really hard to set up a Mediset. How do I have somebody else check it to make sure I've done it right? Um, right. Do I let my parents still do their own medications? How independent are they? I mean, lots of things to think about. I have to tell you that this subject is really close to my heart because my mom moved in with me and my husband. And mm-hmm. my mom is very independent, and she's doing just fine. But everything that we've talked about, we had to do in our own home. Um, change a bathroom. Redo where our storage mm-hmm. stuff is because she's got the basement now. I mean, there's big things that happen. Yeah. And now what I'm finding is I'm also like, Mom, can you just tell me when your doctor's appointments are? Just, just for my peace of mind, because she's now a part of my environment. She's still Absolutely. independent. She's still in charge of it. But now it's, it's moved into my regular daily thought. What's going on with my mom? I mean, I I yeah. go downstairs and and I check on her. How you doing today, mom? You know, she's mm-hmm. had breakfast and everything, but but I check on her. You know, what's your schedule for today? Um, and and she tells me, but it's something to add to your thought processes. Are you ready yes. for that? Yeah. Those are a lot but, of Cassie, the behind the scenes things we don't think about.
0: Absolutely. So before we go into our next segment, how do we reach you?
1: com is our website, and you can reach us at 855-734-1500, and you can reach me.
0: Well, we're excited to explore this subject further, and let's talk a little bit about, you know, the next step. If mom or dad moves in, we'll be exploring this topic a lot more in the next segment. We'll be right back. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com.